Welcome back to 997. This is season four, episode six. Today's episode features Nigel Mack, Republic Records Vice President of A&R, and a man who has played a critical role in the careers of Kid Cudi, Drum, and more. Nigel comes to us with crooner Marco McGinnis, one of the newest additions to his roster of artists, and Queensbred up-and-comer Deem Spencer. We talk through the dynamic, ever-expanding sounds of global hip-hop through artists like Ireland's Big Pig and London's Deji Okezi and Berlin's Gianni Mace stuns in her latest they say amongst much more live from only new york this is not a podcast this is not a radio show this is not 97 now brought to you by amuse.io enjoy Welcome back to the show, 997, not a podcast, not a radio show, now brought to you by Amuse.io. Wow. We are here in the Lower East Side at Only New York with the normal squad around the table. Dave Jones, how you doing? Good evening. Shouts to Amuse. Rashad, the dot wave god. How's it going? Yeah, it was good. We have a very, very special guest in the shop today. The man, Nigel Mack. Yo, yo, Nigel, yo. VP of A&R at Republic Records. Yep. Tell us a little about who you are, what you do, where you come from. Originally born in Virginia, Newport News, Virginia. Um, raised in Newport News, Virginia Beach. We lived all over me, my mother, and my brother. So I lived, stayed in St. Louis for a little bit. Then we moved to Maryland. We lived outside of Baltimore for a while in this area called Hartford County. Then I moved into Baltimore City. So pretty much was raised between Baltimore and Virginia. And then I've been in New York since 2006. So I've been here a minute. I started out actually as an artist at first artist producer and all that and then i just got tired of knowing more than the managers we had so i eventually just ended up just going beyond the scene started out doing street promotions in baltimore dc which led to management and that actually led to my way up here in new york because i got my first deal doing street promotions with this artist in baltimore named be rich in 2005 and then from that then i just started moving around i got linked with cuddy in 2008 he was working at babe and I was just moving around in the lower. And, like, we all kind of all had similar networks, you know. I first heard Day and Night on MySpace. And but how it. I connected with him, because I used to see Cutting Around when I was going babe and just see him at shows. But the main connection happened at, um, because this is when CMJ used to be really popping in New York. So Fool's Gold did a CMJ showcase. And Kid's sister was the headliner. And Cool Kids and Cuddy were the openers. But I saw Plain Pat on stage with Cuddy, and I knew who Plain Pat was from Kanye and stuff like that. And then when Pat came off stage, I was like, yo, you work with Cuddy? He's like, yeah, you know, I manage him. And da, da, da. I was like, oh, okay. So that's how we started talking from there. And they they just started, they were, maybe a couple months after that, they were starting to work on a kid named Cuddy mixtape. Special time. Let's get into it. The first artist of the night hails from Ireland, based oh, in London. Oh. She goes by Big Pig. She's part of Rashad 9-8 Collective who we've played a few artists within that kind of creative London scene, but she's young, 20 years old, and she dropped a, a record a few months ago called Big Fan of the Sesh Volume 1. <laughs> and this is the first record that uh, she released to be part of Volume 2. This came mm -hmm. out uh, last week. It's called Ray's Plan B, featuring Benny Males by Big Pig. You're listening to Heaven was a mile away, I'd be better on a tether and a tidal way. 
Ray's Plan B by Big Pig. First of all, I love the record. Record's dope. Is she doing the hook? Yeah, she did so the hook a- in the last verse, and then the first verse is by Benny Mails. Ah, oh, got it. Yeah, which, looking at a song like that, too, where she's releasing, this is like, you know, the first song that'll be off her next record, to have someone rapping the first verse on it. Yeah, that shows a lot. Because it shows, like, confidence in the sound she's creating and who she is to be able to be like, all right, like, we're going to set it off with him, and then I'm going to come in. But I really like that record. I like, I guess the things for me that stood out, I love the track the way the syncopation and everything it sounded really dope it was a vibe it was a good vibe production was nice it was like that like lo-fi meets neo soul yeah, kind of thing it was like neo was. soul like writing but like lo-fi production in totally. a really really nice way like still super minimal but with those right. like textural like sounds the birds chirping yeah. backgrounds that you're starting to hear more and, and more i'm a huge fan of minimalism that's why yeah, i love the xx i loved it it's so like everything's so sparse yeah exactly everything like has to serve a purpose and like that hook was just like stunningly beautiful too like i didn't even expect her to start rapping or for benny to come in like with a rap verse i mean the her singing voice is just like really Uh, lovely this is dope yeah 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 yeah. great way to start it out there you go i love this whole lo-fi movement it's like a catch-22 because i feel like everything has titles now connected to it which Mm -hmm. i personally don't believe in titles for music i think it's everyone just makes dope shit it shouldn't be put in the category but i get it people have to put things where they have to be i think (laughs) and i think her specifically i think she confuses people a lot too because she comes out and you know she's this white irish girl making music and then she starts like rapping in these really like subtle kind of like low-key bars and it's like damn like where did that come from right and like that's one of the coolest parts of like lo-fi hip-hop and like lo-fi beats it's like the inside baseball moment of the night happening very early it's such an interesting movement because it's so digital based it's so like crossing borders so many people who've collaborated who have like never met each other and it's interesting like watching the genre evolve into like more of this minimalist space where it seems like at first like a lot of these producers were really reliant on like sample chops like finding like a fire jazz chop and like putting drums behind it once that worked on soundcloud it like didn't work on dsps because none of those samples were cleared so then they had to figure out how to actually program things themselves and it was like okay i don't know how to program this like crazy jazz chop but i can like play these really really nice like neo soul voiced like rose chords like on this on this big pig song this is like a good example of like lo-fi 2.0 where it's like someone like has to like kind of play everything themselves Mm -hmm. it's still really lush you can still get that texture, but it's not as reliant on like a sample job. And to me, that's like much nicer. No, I think I and, like much more 100%. of a personal expression. I like that a lot. Talking about lo-fi, talking about minimalism. You got the kid next. Dame Spencer. Tell us about it. So interesting. I got out of a and like we're 2013 and I got back getting to artist management. So that's when I met Drum, this other kid in Kamau. Then I met Dame Actually, through Jake. Well, I seen the video, but I actually met him through Jacob more over at Pigeons and Planes. One day, I was just chilling with Jacob, and I was like, yo, what are you into? And you know how chill Jacob is. He's very yeah, like, yeah. he's like, oh, man, this kid, this, he has this amazing video named Soap. He's like, I don't, you know, you should check it out. Not, not, I'm gonna show. And he just showed me the video, and I was fucking blown away. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I was like, can you, does he have a manager? He's like, nah, man. I was like, can you connect me with him? <laughs> so I started working with Dean right i would say around 2000 late 2016 when i decided to come back to republic i looked at some other people to work with me and yeah he's working on a new project finishing that up and 
Yeah, man. And it's, that's what I'm saying. Working with Deem is dope because, like, he's very, like, cerebral with his music. He's very chill, but he's very focused, and he knows where he wants to go. And, I'm, and it's dope just since I've been working with him, just watching the progression and him really understanding musicality and learning how to make records and stuff like that. This is Is by Deem Spencer. out with the sounds yeah that was a vibe in a lesson in subtlety a song like that is sick i mean it's just like it, it's intimate yeah. with the whispers because you have to kind of like sit there and like just kind of like feel it and you have to be patient with it to like understand what's happening or even what he's saying or anything which is like asks a bit of the listener but like once you actually sit there and like stay with it you're rewarded by like what you get out of it which i appreciate and which a lot of young artists i feel like don't have the confidence in their ability to like put out the way he layered up on those vocals too is like really intricate and like touching where is he from he's from queens jamaica queens. queen that's like super subtle a vocal texture style that i have just not heard in a long time it was like really cool and like you could tell like that was crafted and even too in like the i think my favorite moment in the track too is like when the drums kind of peeled away and like all of a sudden it was like that piano moment at the very end just like kind of calling all of that emotion that's been building throughout the entire track with that kind of like subtle layered up delivery and then it's just kind of everything backs away for a second and it's just like it was one of those like whoa moments that was really really cool i like that song too because like similar to the song before it's like it's it's soft um but it's still like it, especially with that piano part it feels uplifting and the one line that like catches me which I've, i feel like kind of embodies that is like i still feel like good shit gets rewarded which is like a, a subtle little very literal line but it's like it, it's the energy you forget that you forget that good shit gets rewarded and it's like yo do good shit and also like in the world of like this new earl record and shit like that it's like music like this that's lo-fi and like takes time to break through mm-hmm I think is it being more appreciated. Yeah, I'm starting to see a trend. Like, even if you look at mainstream, like people like Jid and other artists are starting to finally get attention because I think we're entering a different shift. You know what I mean? I always tell people at the end of the day, it may take longer, but substance, if you stick to your craft, you're going to cut through at some point. 
and it's almost like that oversaturation is playing into everyone's favor. Like if you actually yeah, stick to true. it, because I think like listeners at this point, like you were saying, are demanding something that takes more time, that yeah. takes more craft, that takes more attention and focus. And like something we talk about a lot is like getting rewarded by sticking to the end of a long song or like to the difficult song, like to get to a moment like that piano drop, for example, where it's just like kind of true bliss. And it just seems like you're, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I think like consumers are and music listeners are starting to also get to that point where it's like they don't want like the quick candy anymore. The quick candy is everywhere. Rashad, where are we going? So here we got 019 Bonnie and Clyde by my boy Deji. future love song huh that was crazy 019 yeah, 019 bonnie and clyde right there <laughs> Damn. Um, that was fire yo that's the wave though right trap beats with soft melodies yeah that the, is this song hasn't been out long and yeah man he's low like it's a video to go to this you know i'm a big visuals head like i'm seeing the video he got his, his kid in the video you know he's real london in the ends <laughs> the hoodie on you know oh, like good shit you know and it's just he talking about it's a love song too yeah and he's like a grimy dude he looking like he he in his spot i don't know it's a connection like you're talking about being real where it's like even though it's a hard beat he's still talking about like nah, family bro, i connected i was like whoa yeah he talking about family and like heartbreak but also you know, like, it's like <laughs> it, yeah and it's like that delivery is so like delicate yeah it is but like very deliberate free to be you can you help me be me it was real shit he was talking about I was very impressed. The subtleties, like, it was a very, like, chill, like, trap, right? And he was talking some real shit over it. And his melodies were dope. His vocal melodies are crazy. He was letting the beat do its thing. When it comes down to this style of rap, you kind of have to let your vocals kind of take a, a secondary seat. Do you feel like he was rapping? Or was it melody... 
Uh, uh, great question. The definition of rap has changed. I mean, I come up in there where rap was like just raps. Right. You no know, melody. a rapper or you were a singer. And then you would look at people like Andre 3000 and people like that. You're like, no. And Lauren Hill, like, no, they rap and sing. It's now it's like. It's one and the same. It's almost. one and the same. Tell like, us, Rashad. I'm going to break it down. You got to <laughs> think of it like this. All right. Rap now is the same as, you know, Shakespeare is a poem. A haiku is a poem. Mm-hmm. They're both poems. They're both extremely different. Mm-hmm. You have to think about rap in the same context where it's like they're both just rap. They're, he's rapping. I don't think it's just the, he's definitely rapping because he had even if he didn't write this down, if yeah. you were to transcribe it, it's right. gonna look it's like raps. a poem. Right. It's raps. Like there's lyrics. But that's it's like, it's like such a larger question. Right. Too, it's like, like you listen to like thing, yeah. any, any major label hip hop artist now. Right. It's right. like I mean, look at like Travis Scott, for example, one of the right. biggest rappers on the right. planet. Right. Rappers. You listen to mm. Astroworld and he is sing like in my yeah. ears right. it sounds like he's singing. It I depends also, on your context. Really. I also don't doubt that the next like Deji song you hear, he's like might be going in with some hard bars. Yeah, like but then that opens vibes. up the other question: Do people care about bars anymore? The only answer I have to that is I will turn to the greatest of all minimalists, the great re- reducer of Rick Rubin, who said in reference to Tokyo's most recent album, which he executive produced and came out on his label, he said that people don't care as much what people say; it's the attitude in which they express that. And I don't know if I necessarily believe that because out of all the Rick Rubins, I think A and R Rick Rubin is probably the weakest. But, I mean, it's comparing, like, you know, regardless. <laughs> but I think he kind of has a point where it's like it's like the attitude that matters more so and the intention now in art that matters more so than the execution. Dave. Yep. Where are we going? Tangent. Crazy <laughs> It's also just, you got to keep me up after this. I just got to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, sometimes I go on crazy, tangent. No, no, it's crazy <laughs> that it was an artist from London who started this conversation about the wild. core of hip hop. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that's the world we're in that? Can we just acknowledge, like, that's crazy. That's the world we're in I now. love it. It's awesome. Dave, where are we going? We're going to Berlin next. A woman who goes by Gianni May from Curacao, but now in Berlin, with a song called They Say. Came out about a month ago. It was produced by Broke Boys, which is a Berlin-based production duo. And this song slaps. So once again, the artist, Gianni May, with the track that slaps called They Say. Save up all your cash, they say. Don't buy this and that, they say. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do it anyway. Girl, you do too much, they say. You need to check yourself, they say. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way, I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way, do this shit my way. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Told you to get out my way, got designer on my waist. If you snitch, we pardon ways. Yeah, I stay in my own lane, doing this for my own mates. Sauce, I got the Holland days. Flies on me, them Gucci snakes. Yeah, I got that bougie taste. Yeah, I got that bougie taste. Bitch, I shop in France. You be talking shit, but when we meet, you shit your pants. I got too much cash, got too much cash up in my hands. I won't go on stage, I need that money in advance. Holidays in the Caribbean. Smoking Jason on the catamaran. With your husband, he's dancing merengue. Yeah, my money is making him dance. Fuck boys, get replaced. Braca Vamba men. I might make your main chick gay. She might fall in love with me. Say, 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 up all your cash, they say. Don't buy this and that, they say. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do it anyway. Girl, you do too much, they say. You need to check yourself, they say. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way. I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Do this shit my way. Do this shit my way. I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way. Everything that you do isn't right, they say you always act like you're perfect. Don't you think that you should act your age? Not every day is your birthday. I'm killing the haters, no mercy. He thinks that I'm sweet like I'm Hershey's. Back in the day, shopping Macy's. Now I got designer purses. They wish me bad luck and do curses. They hate me for all of my verses. They hate that my buckles is Hermes. They saying that I haven't earned it. They talking, but I haven't heard it. My guess is too loud. Cash in and cash out Don't care what they yapping about 
Cause I'm a hothead, yeah, that's what they say, that's what they say I'm a pothead, I'm about that, yeah, that's what they say I got signed, yeah, I got dropped, I heard, that's what they say But if you ain't heard it from me, you know the story's say, 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 up all your cash, they say Don't buy this and that, they say I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do it anyway Girl, you do too much, they say You need to check yourself, they say I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way do this shit my way, I'ma do this shit my way Do this shit my way, cause I'ma do this shit my way Do this shit my way, do this shit my way I don't care about what they say, cause I'ma do this shit my way <laughs> This shit slaps You were right, that definitely slaps I have to shout out one of my favorite groups ever 3-6 Mafia, their DNA yes. is all up in here still Damn, that is a valid <laughs> point Yeah, everything about that shit was crazy First of all That was crazy She was, was talking hard. straight crazy on there Like she was just saying exactly what I thought Future would say It was believable it was. I've been to Europe. She was. She does shop in France. She's from <laughs> Berlin. She's not fucking around. It's like a fifty dollar flight. You know what's dope <laughs> about this record and just everything we've been playing too? If you look at where we're at in hip hop, it's so dope that now every country has they actually have their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it seemed like remember a while ago it's like okay we have to sound like American hip hop, mm-hmm. but they molded into their own thing, which is dope. I mean, I had to look up where Curacao was. I I had no idea. For those wondering, <laughs> it's a tiny Caribbean island off the coast of Venezuela. The great part about it is it's like it's so evolved. What I love, I love this for so many reasons. The production is great. Yeah, I think is. she bodies the beat. It's like not one of those things where, I mean, it's just like a perfect match in terms of cadence and delivery and flow and production, which is the best. But what I like about it too is like, Lyrically, I think she avoids almost every trope of being a female rapper, which I thought was really great. It's like, and kind of like flips everything on its head. We're talking about like, you know, your guys with me, like not because of how I look, but because like I've got the big bag and like kind of like shit like that, where it's like, it's subtle, but like, I think very deliberately done in a way that's like acknowledging a lyrical trope, but at the same time showing that you can kind of like push past it and evolve through it and to do it with like, such like a fucking menacing menacing record i just like i really appreciated that she was owning it slap matt you've also been in the area of europe behind the wall yeah (laughs) eastern europe yeah like if someone was to be a trap rapper like she would be it because i'd be like word and that's why she avoided all the tropes because she really was telling the truth like this is like that's why the best trap music is like believable true stories best music is believable yeah yeah so you're right bring it to gucci she got a lot of bars in there, but what's, what's your favorite? the bar, you got to say my favorite bar. Matt's bars. Doing this for my homies. Sauce, I got that Hollandaise. More Love people got to be shouting that Hollandaise sauce out here. Put nice. it on the broccoli, too. It's delicious. Nice. Oh, we talking Eggs Benedict. Come on. Bring it back. I got one that uh, was kind of a late night pick, um, but I'm, I'm hype on it. It's a, a group out of Houston, Texas. They're called Fade Em All. They just released a self-titled album. It's a... It's a three-person group, uh, vocals, drums, and bass. Yeah, le- like there's a lot to talk about in this in line with what we've been talking about all night. So let's just drop it, and then we'll talk about it after. This is Cargo by Fade em All. God, I the fire. I had a car wreck that tore up our car. And every time I ride down the same street, I uh, hear a certain sound. The pimp is the experience.
What the yeah. fuck? That was that brainwashing at the end. Cargo. I like that. Freedom. I like oh. that. Right when I heard that, I had this moment where like we've talked about like how the soundcloud rap era takes a lot of elements from punk where it's kind of just like use the elements at your disposal and you know make the rawest music possible and so i heard these guys and i was like damn this is almost the natural progression slash regression of like taking that element back to punk and now you have three kids from houston making punk in their garage and and putting it on soundcloud and it's like damn like the energy is is still just as raw and explosive as it's ever been new era i like it too because there's this narrative going on that rock is dead and all this other stuff and i don't give into that because people are quick to say something's over or something is the shit and da, 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 da. just like what we were saying earlier how hip-hop is the number one genre I was talking to my friend about this the other day. It's like, it's weird for me because I grew up in it. I would still be doing it even if it wasn't, well, quote unquote, what people said was popular. For all these kids who want to do rock or punk, you can't tell them like it's over. Like, But I like this because it's like, it's just dope. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's new energy. The kids are young, urban kids, you know. Nice. So we talked about um, SoundCloud rap being just the punk style yeah. of rap so this is just like he was saying basically it coming full circle and it actually just being punk that's fire because that is a group of kids you know creating music on their stage like the music that they want to make and so that no, means no. a lot for a group like this shout out to that guitar solo too and the halftime bass part in the last chorus it's like just like the little things that count and i really appreciated those two little things here we go. Okay. Tell us about Marco. Ah, Marco McKinnis. Young kid from Virginia, from Hampton, Virginia. I knew he did music, but I would just see him around in New York a lot. I first seen him and his brother Caleb. Caleb raps. Y'all should check him out, too. He's, he's dope as shit. They were like the last wave of Tumblr kids. So I would just see him around New York, New York. And I knew the manager, Carlisle, was good friends with him. And one day, Carlisle just played me his music. And I was like, holy shit. Like, really sing. You know, to be this young and that soulful. It really kind of like blew me away. So once I came back to Republic, that was like one of my first signings was Marco. This is Another Love by Marco McKinnis. Thought I knew you The feeling felt familiar So how you just gon' lie to me, baby And make me feel unreal Hey, look me in my eyes Tell me I'm alive I swear that you can't do it, baby Cause you know I'ma find You know I'ma find another love Another love, you know I'ma find another love, another love. You should pack your bags and hit the road. You don't need to tell me what I know. Even when you did the crime, you swear you always right. I'ma stop you there, stop you there, get this off my mind. I don't care how much you wanna cry. Shoulda known I see it in your eyes. Every time you speak, you justify the changes Got me in the streets looking all types of crazy So tell me how the heck I'm supposed to keep on saying You know I'ma find another love Another love You know I'ma find another love Another love Baby, I cry, you cry. 
gonna find another love Another love You know I'ma find another love Another love That boy, boy, smooth. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I sent his music to a few lady friends. Hey, I was about to say <laughs> that's just special though. The vocal, that delivery, Dave. I know you want to talk about those layered. I'm here for the harmonies. Talk uh, about those layered uh, harmonies. It's just nice, and it's like even before the layered harmonies, like his voice alone. It's like there's such a confidence that you hear in like his voice as an instrument, which I find like so unique in R&B music today, which is like kind of weird. But like, anyways, like for someone who can like, is truly like a master of like their vocal cords, it was great. And I think like, it's funny that he was on top of a crisp beat because it's like, there's like a unique polish that comes from the two of them getting paired together. Like, especially in this day and age of like indie R&B leaning so much raw, kind of going in like the opposite direction with it. It's like a really interesting differentiation factor. And I think like, positions him at least through this to i think cut through even more and it's just like so fucking smooth and then the, to loop back to the harmonies I mean, it's just great it's just beautiful it's like this is what should be an r&b one of my favorite things is the concept of a song and how it works with the feel of a song and one of my favorite things is like sweet breakup songs because mm. they're just like the most cutting if it's a song written about you and he's like saying like i'm having another love like talking about moving on and it's just like the most sultry thing that you want to like you know it's like a sexy song but he's like yeah he's like, leaving <laughs> yeah right it's like a jedi mind trick it's like wait a minute this is such a beautiful song but oh he's talking about moving on to somebody else yeah it's like damn that hurts <laughs> like yo that fucks you up yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's one of those uh future classics, you know. He's meant to be here, but where uh, am I next? Yes, you are. I, I love how you pose it as a question, it's getting predictable. Here we go. It's this is off the wall for me, I feel like it's just different. Let's just say, here we go. It's River Kin with pressure. my face is this how i'm supposed to be the pressure's just too much the pressure's just too much to take i saw the way you looked into my eyes it changed the moment I saw through your lie You left me high and dry Waiting to die I've tried to save what I kept on the inside Out of mind I'm beginning to find Every time I would rise You had to push me behind I just a step for you now I'm giving way under the truth Will you call me a letdown? I'm staring in the mirror Don't recognize my face Is this how I'm supposed to be? Just too much to take But don't die I'm staring in the mirror Don't recognize my face Is this how I'm supposed to be?
the box with that yeah, one. Yeah, that was serious. Y'all want to see what I wrote down? Woo. R.I.P. Lil Peep. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't no. marginalize it like that. Don't no, put it in that small of a box. don't do that. Don't do that, Don't put bro. it in that small of a box. Don't no, do it yet. No, give, don't do give, it. Give us the information, <laughs> and then let's pile on. So, he's from uh, Dayton, Ohio, 26. It was interesting to me, the, the vibe. Like, I tell you guys this all the time. Like, I ha- had a moment, but... I- I don't have the the crazy rock background, so I'm just off of like straight sounds with it when it comes to this shit like this. And then it's like it just felt like some real shit. And then I read up on him. You know, he came from like you know living and dating, even though he was living like rural areas. The parents weren't very supportive type of shit. It's like angst. And then we talk about you know you played like the new punk. This is not really. It's just like emo, it's, yeah, it's screamo. yeah. Like and he, and the he at the ver- end is screamo, yeah, it's yeah. totally yeah. screamo at the end. I couldn't listen to like screamo straight through, <laughs> no. But the the build up was enough where it's like all right, I fit, and it's called pressure, and then it's like okay, boom, okay, I, I get the it. Pressure builds, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I get Let it. it out. You 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 doing the thing where. You building for the element of the song. I'm ready for the double kick drums. I'm ready for the splash cymbals. Like you yeah, can hear the scream on it so hard, and that's where I think it's like so different from Lil Peep. Or in a sense where it's like, yeah, sure, it's like combining like those elements of emo music that like Middle America and suburbia especially mm-hmm. latched onto, and right. like kind of injecting it with like hip hop production almost in a sense. Right. But it's so different because it's like a completely different end of the spectrum that like Lil Peep and those types worked with. I mean, it's screamo. Like you can't hear like, you're not hearing like Lil Peep like screaming like that. And like, that's fucking awesome. Like looping back to the conversation we had about like, is this rapping or is this singing? Like, let's call him a rapper. What fucking rapper is anyone else going to hear? Just like screaming his fucking guts out. Like he's on like a Slipknot song. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's you Middle America. Yeah. yeah, check that. I mean, he he's low on SoundCloud too. You know, he got like two thousand or something on SoundCloud. Check it's high that. for you. Yeah, it is high for me. <laughs> You're right. But Dave, I think you got a low low follower count. No. Yeah, I fucked up. I got it's like a slightly <laughs> higher follower count than I normally go with. But I just I really dig the song and I really dig the record. So really excited to bring it in tonight. At the end of the day, too, it's like the music should speak for itself. Right. Which I guess is like, and it's like also like this thing I've been thinking about lately too, where it's like, I love not 97 because to me, like when I pick a song for the show, like I don't give a fuck about the context. Like I don't care. Like I just care. Like, do I like the song? Do I like the record? Like, which is so funny because that's the exact opposite of like how I've spent most of my like professional music career, which is like context mattering more than anything. So it's like, it is a really big breath of fresh air to do this. And that's why I'm very happy about this. And that's to pull it back to my pick. Like why this guy to me, he is an artist who goes by Eminate. He's from St. Louis, lives in LA now is a little bit of a divergence for me because he's gotten like actually like a little press where he had like a billboard write up and he has more Twitter followers than an artist that I pick normally has, but it's a record and a song that I, that I really like. And it's something that I keep coming back to and something that I just like find myself casually like listening to throughout the day. So I think this is the perfect forum for it. So with that kind of long winded, weird introduction from me, once again, the artist emanate E M A N eight with the track. Amen. Guess it's been a minute I should say I'm sorry I don't like the way I'm living Wheels are always turning People never learning I know I'm not perfectly that up to your discernment Waiting for that sermon Like we got from church back in St. Louis Only thing that's burning is a doobie Road tripping with Lucy Charlie Brown and Snoopy Shimmy, shimmy, Coco bumping Nelly in the hoopie Hey, 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 man there was something that I liked about you You know you're making me a better man So close to heaven I can't live without you Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I found you I would never doubt you You know you're making me a better man So close to heaven I can't live without you Hope 
forgive me Thanks for everything you give me I'm not in it for the money That shit makes you ugly All I need is her to love me Yo, get bare about my honey Something about the way she like to screw me Orange juice and goosey Tangerine booty, she a cutie Hit me like a sticker Keep that engine running Backseat of the picker Feeling like the second coming Hey, 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 hey Now that I found you, I would never doubt you You know you're making me a better man So close to heaven, I can't live without you You're making me a better man Where's he from? From St. Louis originally, mm. which he shouts out in the track. And I, I think you can kind of hear in the style of like, kind of like a little bit of like an off kilter delivery and also like the way the track kind of envelops everything. Um, and now lives in LA. Yeah, that's fire. That's right up your alley. That's the that's, Dave. That's the Dave, the Dave pick pop of the night. pick. Yeah, pick of the Just night. Songs that are complete. Yeah, I mean, no, and it's it's all like it's all song structure. It's all those builds. And like, to be honest, when I first heard it, I was like, ah. This might be a little too much pop for me. Mm. But it's those drops that I just feel like are very engineered. And it's like, I really yeah. love those verses. I really love that outro. But something about those pops, it's like, you're doing too much. Like, like I think if the sub... like Saturday Night Live sometimes. Yeah. I feel what you're yeah. saying. If the sub was like three times louder in those like electronic section drops, I think that it would solve all those problems. Like, that's really like my one qualm with it. I actually kind of like those, Matt, because it, to me, it's like it's a unique reflection of like electronic music where like in like a Kygo track that drop would happen and then there'd be like these weird like high vocal chops that don't make any fucking sense. So, like the fact that he like continues his lyrics through that to me like excuses it almost and i do think that like the one thing that section is missing is just like a rip your face off like sub shattering loud level of a bass and yeah, like that to me would like okay we're good i think those amens at the end uh fixed it for me i was like all right with those amens i was like all right i'm here the outro is crazy like i i love it i mean and the fact that it kind of like all breaks down a piano too is also like a very classic Dave thing where it's like okay if you strip away all the production it's like a well written song which I really liked the horns were really great I mean yeah it's just like a lot of kind of things boiled together that I appreciate in songs and especially pop songs <laughs> I love the arrangements the arrangements were dope it was very well produced definitely big sounds like yeah. Dave you know it would sound crazy live i mean i'm just excited for like an eventual fallon performance like a big roots <laughs> band backing that shit up oh, like that's what i'm crazy. here for yeah. that's what i'm here for there it is boom 4.6 we did it we're about to go around we had started it off with uh in london by way of ireland with big pig ray's plan b feature and benny males then we had deem spencer hails from queens is the song is then rashad came through deji okezi 019 Bonnie and Clyde. We had They Say by Gianni May. Cargo by Fade Em All. Shout out to Houston. Had Marco McGinnis crooning on Another Love. Pressure by River Kin. Out of where? Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. River Kin with Pressure and ended it strong with Emanate. The song Amen. 
Nigel. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your taste. Thank you so much for your pick. Oh, no. Thanks for inviting me. This is dope. We have to give it shout out one time to the good folks at Amuse.io for sponsoring Not97. Amuse.io is a free distribution service and record label. Artists, if you're listening, please sign up. Download the app, Amuse.io. It's free. Upload your music there. It'll go to SoundCloud. It'll go to Spotify. It'll go to iTunes. It'll go to Tidal. Where else will it go? To the moon and back. It's that time of year. Santa Claus is ringing. Here we go, my man. Hey. Nigel, it's a pleasure. You know, New York, we in the building. Virginia, we in the building. V2 up, 2 down. Yo, it's been lovely, guys. It's all about vibes. Enjoy the holidays. Don't forget to love your families and and love your vibes. And And if you would like to give your favorite podcasters a gift. If you would like to give your favorite podcasters a gift, please donate 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 on patreon. the patreon link which is on mb shown's instagram and sign up and not not for our newsletter com. also we have merch on the website now fuck yeah nice. we got Get some t-shirts. Nice. we trying to take all your money <laughs> send us money and give we'll, your best friend a not 97 <laughs> yeah for we'll the holiday things season. all right and that's a wrap all right just cut it